You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajax.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Pastor Brian, and we are concluding week 10 of our Acts podcast this summer. And we're finishing kind of taking a look at parts of Acts 16 um, through 18. And I want to end this week with um, a story of Paul in prison in the middle of Acts, or it's Acts 16, 25 through 30. I'm going to read it and then we'll talk about it. So about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. And they'd been arrested because they'd cast the demons out of a girl and the people that kind of used this girl as a way to make money didn't like that. So that's really messed up. So they... <laughs> They're in jail now for doing something really good for somebody. So anyway, so, but at about midnight, they're singing hymns and the other, the prisoners are listening to him. So suddenly there was a violent earthquake that the foundations, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we're all here. The jailer called for lights, and when he rushed in and fell, trembling before Paul and Silas, and he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And that's Acts 16, 25-30. And I like really like this story because um, Paul shows an ex- a level of extreme faith here that I think is the kind of thing that God is calling all of us to. We all can live like, we all should live like if we're truly following Jesus. And it's just a good reminder of... What our hearts, what our lives should look like, what our hearts should look like, and I, and it's it's a challenge to me because if I'm in jail, especially if I'm in jail for doing something or in prison for doing something good, um, wrongly imprisoned, basically in some sort of miraculous way to leave <laughs> presents itself, God sending an earthquake to break the place open, I'm probably gone, like immediately, <laughs> you know, and I would even be thinking of that. Paul knows the story, you know. We looked back, you know, early in like Acts 12 and Andy or Andy Hefty spoke about this a couple of weeks ago about Peter being in prison and an angel leading him out somehow, you know, his chains falling off and all this whole kind of thing. And so I'm thinking that Paul is like, you know, if God wants us out of this prison, he's not going to have a hard time doing that, you know. And then an earthquake happens and um, that provides a way out. And I think I could see Paul going, huh. Okay, that was interesting. But the thing that is that strikes me is Paul seems to understand that God has done something that's extraordinary, but there's something yet that God has for him to do that's more important than just him getting out of prison. Because if I was in prison, I would be preoccupied with how I'd be getting out. Paul seems to be preoccupied with something else. And Paul ends up, because he stays, and you hear him interacting with the the guy says, like, what do I do to be saved? Paul ends up leading his whole family to the Lord. And you can see that he takes them out. He takes them to their household. The Lord... Um, then he spoke to the word of the Lord to them and to all the others in the house. And the hour of the night, the jailer took them, washed their wounds immediately. Um, the whole household was baptized. And they were filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. So this whole household of people becomes um, saved because of Paul's action of not running off. <laughs> and so... I, like I said, I would have been preoccupied with getting out of prison, and then I would have been like, okay, God's given us a way to do it, and I'm gone. You know what I mean? And, and so I would have been thinking, what did I do wrong, or did I mess something up? You know, and and so 
probably I would have been praying that night about God, get me out of here. And he's showing how much differently he's thinking because his his not he's not sitting there praying to get out. He's sitting there praising God. And he's exhibiting a, what a life looks like when you actually trust God. And you can see it in other places, like in Philippians, Paul uh, is talking about another time he's in prison. He's like, he, he was writing to other people. He's like, guys, I want you to know now, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel as a result of become clear throughout the whole palace guard and everyone else that I'm in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dared and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. And he talks about like being able to tell everybody about, he's like, I'm not worried about whether I'm in, in prison or not. God has got this and he can take care of things. And um, it allows him to, even when God shows up with a miraculous earthquake to break the prison apart, to not have to leave because he knows somehow that God has something for him to do. And this is what I think that God is calling us to have, extreme trust in him, total trust in him. And really there's, I'm using the word extreme trust. And it's kind of like you either have trust or you don't. Because it's either trust is kind of total. So you either have trust in God or you don't trust in God. And truthfully, to truth be known, many of us, myself included, spend most of our lives not with trusting God, but doing other, trusting other things, our own reason, our money, our job, or whatever. But when you actually have trust in God, um, your life looks different. It looks like, uh, what Paul's life looks like here. And if we truly trust God, we aren't just preoccupied with our surroundings, whether it be prison or whatever. And if we truly trust God, we aren't only focused on getting out of these prisons of our lives. If we truly trust God, he can trust us with the deeper works where even when he provides us a way out of the thing that's imprisoning us, we're willing to stay and take care of his kingdom work. Even when he provides us a way out. And because if we truly trust God, then no earthly prison really imprisons us. That's really the truth, is that you can sit here in a prison with God praising him, and it doesn't matter anymore the same way as it used to. And so, God, I pray that you would help us to be people that are free, whether we are in earthly prison, literally, figuratively, metaphorically, in any sort of way, that we are free in Jesus, and that this will be true of our lives, the people of Maranatha. In your name we pray. Amen.